0: It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Welcome to the show. We are one month into 2018. How are you? How are you doing? And I want an answer. If you're if you're going for a walk and listening to this, if you're in your car, if you're at a party and you're like, hey, we don't need any music, the Friends Without Benefits podcast will really get the party started. Wherever you are, in your head or out loud, say how you're feeling. If it's like one word, a sentence, a monologue, whatever it is, uh, do it, try it. I won't know if you do or don't, but do it. If I had to uh, answer that question, and I think I do, I would say I'm all right. I think it's the. I was going to say I'm good, but good is like, uh, you know, I'm good. It's a, It's a standard, and it means a lot of different things at a lot of different times, but I think I'm all right. Is, uh, is what I'm going to go with right now, and uh, it's going to get even better in this episode because uh, my guest, Noah Barron, uh, you may have seen him on the show The Middle. He'll be in an upcoming episode of Legion, which is a Marvel show, and uh, he's in the movie Hail Caesar, the Coen's Brothers movie. Coen's Brothers. Cohen Brothers. It's not Coen's Brothers. It's not the Coen's Brothers. Coen Brothers movie. Hail Caesar! And uh, he's been on a YouTube. He's been in a YouTube. There's got to be some people who say that, right? Oh, I saw him on the YouTube. I saw him in the YouTube. Well, he's he's definitely in and on a YouTube. So I'll be talking to him. Uh, other good news about the show: we are on new and noteworthy on Apple Podcast, formerly iTunes. I think I think that's the proper wording. And as a, as I'm doing this right now which is uh, very close to when this is getting released, it is on new and noteworthy. If you go there and you're like, it's not there, you stupid liar. Why would I lie about this? Why would I? It's not that impressive. But I I, uh, was excited because originally, when the show first came out, it was on new and noteworthy, and I guess it was more new, and I guess now it is more noteworthy, although I don't know what has made it noteworthy. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they think, maybe it's so under the radar and lacks impact so much that they're like, "Oh, I, I guess this is a do. Let's put it in the new and noteworthy section, but it's there. I'm excited for that. Uh, I am doing uh, stand up. I haven't been doing as many open mics, um, but I'm still doing them, but I I uh, have some new material that I don't know when I'm going to do, and you haven't even heard the old material, and you probably never will. It's great if you never if you heard it, you know it's like, it's whatever. Uh, I'll be performing at Flappers in Burbank Friday, February 2nd at 9.30 p.m. And I have some other shows, uh, but they are later, and I will let you know later. But for now, here's my conversation with Noah Barron. All right, so, okay. Here's what I know about you, or I think I do, and it's obnoxious, these facts I'm going to give you. Understand. You're from Boston? Yeah. Okay. White guy.
1: Well, yeah, I guess, y- yeah.
0: And you were in a fret? I was, yes. So already people don't like you.
1: Well, when you put it that way, I guess. I mean, people, people don't listening like- right now
0: don't like you. Yeah. But we're going to get them to like
1: you. I hope so. We're really starting on a low point. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to start on a low point. Well, I'm also Jewish, so. Okay. They'll probably like me a little more. Yeah, I. That's a little. I stu- hope Just don't
0: don't be like, hey, listen, I got a I got a black friend. I have
1: multiple black friends, and it's Hanukkah.
0: <laughs> while we're recording,
1: yeah, yeah. So, that's something. Yeah, for that's, me. that's that's
0: something. Okay, so you're playing that card. Great, <laughs> the um, Hanukkah card. Are you, were you born in Boston? <laughs>
1: yeah, born and raised. Oh wow, right outside Cambridge. Yeah. Uh, oh, have he you heard even of
0: say? Oh, God. Oh, God. Even just saying uh, Cambridge.
1: Have you heard of, um? there's a university called Harvard? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up on the same block as that. Okay. So, hate me more. I dropped out of community college five times. Is that a true statement? Yes. Wait, actually? Yeah. How would you go to college five times and drop out five times? Bad life choices. I also grew up, the, the
0: town that I grew up in, uh, is routinely on the top 10 most dangerous cities in the United States to live in per, like, you know, they base it on you know, square mileage and how many, cri- how many uh, violent crimes are happening. Wait, really? And,
1: yeah. Where did you grow up?
0: Uh, uh, Newburgh, New York. I thought you grew up in New York. Yeah. Um, people generally are just like, where's Newburgh? But if I say Poughkeepsie, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if it's south. Of P- it's maybe like 20 minutes from Poughkeepsie um, in a different county.
1: I would have never thought that you grew up in an area that was not safe.
0: No, 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 no. I was once. I was. I got in a fight with someone once, and then they came. And when I was at the mall, and they pulled a gun on me, and came. Yeah, and it was bad. Really? So go back to Cambridge. What was going on? With
1: Cam- I got a Cambridge. knife pulled on me in Cambridge. Oh, Okay. By these three guys in ski masks, when oh, yeah. I was walking back from theater class. They're like, "Give me your LL bean bag, man." They actually said, <laughs> "Give me your airheads." <laughs> Swear to God. Oh, really the candy? I had two airheads. I had a red one. I'll never How did her. they know you had it? Because I was holding them. Because <laughs> I had just gotten them from the market. And I was walk I was about to go through Harvard University because you have to go from uh, from my high school yeah. to the bus station, you have to cut through Harvard. Yeah. And I had these two airheads and they pulled a knife on me and they're like, Give me your airheads and I was like, No. And I wouldn't give them my airheads. And I was like, There's no way they're gonna stab me in Harvard University for airheads and I was like headstrong so i just didn't give them my airheads but if they did somebody and you survived people people like why did not you just give them the airheads?" you're like i don't know i didn't think they would do it <laughs> this story would be very different how, old, how old were you and they do you think i mean I don't know if you got 14. 14 14 or 15 wow yeah so stupid they're terrible criminals terrible they're ending up like we're, we're risking so much for airheads
0: for, You forget, well man. they
1: wanted my wallet but i was like i don't have it i oh. did obviously they're you like, had? Did you? Did you know?
0: Like, oh, sometime in the future, I'm gonna have a little backpack on my cell phone to put my, uh, put my credit cards. Little inside like... joke between us. that yeah, like No yeah, one yeah. else is gonna get. Well, I said this to my wife. I was like, "Oh, you got, your phone has a little backpack." When you uh, and then we were discussing, like, because here's the things. I, I'll feel insecure without my wallet. Not that there's anything in it of value. It's not like oh, it's like represents money for me. That's the. Thing. It represents debt
1: for me. But get rid of it. <sighs> Get a little sticky thing. Put it on your phone. I don't even have a phone case. I'm a badass. Oh, see, I can't do that. I've dropped this phone. What phone is that? 6S. See, I have an X, so I'm very advanced. You have an X? Yeah, I'm – it's
0: like a status symbol. Jesus. It's like book that guy. He's got an iPhone X. He must be very
1: confident in doing well. They're like, guy with the 6S. Like oh, man. I don't know. I may be a Cambridge track guy, but yeah. at least I don't have an X. Wait, wait When did you first uh, decide, like, oh, I want to be an actor? I started acting when I was nine years old, okay. which is very young, yeah. and I decided because I would always pretend to be a Power Ranger with one of my f- mm. uh, girlfriends when we were like six years old and like jump on her trampoline, and then I was like, Mom, I want to do this full time, so I got into- I
0: don't want do, <laughs> to do this nine to
1: three, four days a week. I want nine to five, five days a week. Seven days a week. Oh. Uh, so I started doing theater in, in Boston. I started doing- Is that it- competitive? I mean, imagine there's got to be a, a... Not when you're nine years old. Yeah. You're just kind of placed in... It was a musical theater. Okay. And I was Professor Von Helsing in Dracula, Okay. which was my first role. And uh, then when I went to my second university, American University, I had opportunity to dual major. I was majoring in broadcast journalism. And they are like, if you stay an extra semester, because I already lost a lot of credits from transferring in, you can get a dual major in theater. I was like, yeah, let's do that. And I did that. And then I was like, I want to do this instead of broadcast." What was what were the things beside
0: the Power Rangers, which is a classic influence? Totally. for actors. I mean, well, that's like
1: what most. It's mo. It's standard. Say, right. It's like Brando. Why you know do you I mean? want to be yeah. an actor? For the Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What
0: um what were other were there other influences or things that you you know saw that you were like oh this is cool I want to be like that.
1: There was a moment where I was taking a business writing class in college, and my professor Carl at the time said, "Write down the rest of the sentence." He said, "I want to be an actor because dot dot dot." And I wrote something down and he said, okay, now look at that sentence. If it's anything negative, don't be an actor anymore. Like if it's for other people, if it's like, cause I, I want people to respect me or like, cause I want to prove to my ex-girlfriend that I'm going to be someone or like, cause my family doesn't support me. And I, I wrote down because I enjoy being in front of a camera or on stage more than anything in the world. And that's true. And that moment kind of secured to me like, yeah, this is what I want. i be in front
0: of a microphone. Where no one can see you. (laughs) Yeah, this. But he if people are like, well, what does this guy look like? I mean, they'll probably put it together. But he looks exactly like what you think he looks like. Do I? Uh, No, not I don't think so. But. um, Because the blonde
1: hair, people wouldn't think. Like, I don't look Jewish.
0: No, but you don't not.
1: Right. You know. I'm on board with that.
0: Yeah, you're fair. Thank you. Ish skinned. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it's bad.
1: Well, is it good?
0: Um, I can't keep up with what's good or bad anymore, man. I don't know what's good. I don't know 2017, man. It's bad. 2018.
1: Like, we're in it now. We're
0: in 2000. As as people are hearing this, we are in
1: 2018. Oh, man. You can't... Whatever you say is going to be offensive. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's going to be... Or maybe everything's like, you know what? Anything goes now. 2018 is is the year of anything goes. We're
1: not going to try to figure that out. Um, Were your parents on board with that? Or were they like, hey, be more practical? Dude, my parents were like... My entire family, my sister and my parents were... They're all artists, so... I never had the like. Don't go into the do career. marketing. Yeah, exactly. Never, never, never. My mom was always like, "What are you gonna do if acting doesn't work out?" And I was like, "Shut up, mom." And she said that to you what three days ago. <laughs> she said that to me every single day. Yeah, I think now she finally realizes, like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna be able to do this."
0: Well, because, is it the thing of like the the possibility of earning a living, or it's the actual earning of the living? Oh, that's deep. You know, because for me, for me, a little bit's like, oh. Because some people don't even get the possibility of the opportunity right. to make the living. Right. Um, so I think – and of course, you know, online and, and, you know, with the way we put ourselves out there, we put ourselves out there as like, hey, things are happening. Even if if I'm not currently right now in front of a camera or get, getting a paycheck, the opportunity is there. Yeah. The, the likelihood is high mm-hmm. if I can just stick it out.
1: Yeah. I mean I think it's a little of both, honestly, because the oppor- opportunities don't come for people who don't. Work for them, like I, I hear a lot of my actor friends complaining about their careers and things not going well. It's because like, you're
0: you, I'm not. Uh, you're surrounded by that thing. You're in that world, and yeah. I, I come to, when I like. Hey, I don't. I'm not in this world. I mean, I am. In the sense of people that are in the improv or comedy scene that mm-hmm. also do, and they are there are a lot like that, but those conversations don't come up as much. Totally, where yours come up probably you're more a little more active because you're constantly training and you're around, the, you're in that industry.
1: Right, I do the actors actor thing. Yeah, not the. I mean, I've done the improv, I've done the comedy sure. stuff as well, but my background is the acting thing. And yeah, I mean, I on the side I also run an acting studio. Yeah. So, but you're around the
0: you're around the personalities. See, I'm, I was always more around that. Like, if people were like negative or whatever, it was like now lately with stand up comedy or the improv scene, which is usually, you know, it's it's um it's very collaborative. And a, a, if you're doing improv and and the people if they're frustrated or whatever, it's because they thought they were maybe the funniest person wherever they were from. They came here and they're like, oh, everybody's funny and everyone's good at this. Whereas acting is there's a lot of there's a lot more no's, I think because you're always auditioning or you're just. Not getting the part.
1: Totally. I mean, it's a career. You're basically becoming like a professional person at being rejected. I mean, you're gonna get rejected more times than you're gonna get accepted.
0: Not if you never try. Oh man, which is my motto. I'm doing good. Don't try because you never get rejected. Never get rejected. That's That's... really smart. Uh, so what was the point where you're like, oh, I need to like. I'm kicking so much ass here in Cambridge. Never. Uh, that I need to get out of here and go to Los Angeles.
1: It was uh, so I graduated in DC uh, from American University, and right Which off- is a real place. You can't just Washington, DC, word- or American University. Well, no, it's just
0: kind of like American, hello, heard of it, and then university, it's a school. Put right. Those words. Yeah, together. no, that's true. I guess people wouldn't
1: actually think that's a real school. <laughs> it they sounds like it's not a
0: TV show. It's like, what are you going to drop out of American University now? Yeah, no, that's true.
1: (laughs) Veep actually just made a reference to it in one of their last episodes. Okay. Um, It's a real university uh, in Washington, D.C., as you would assume. What's it known for? Uh, Being called American University. Yeah. I think. No, they have a really good um, SIS program, which is – one of the programs that they have that they're really not good at.
0: not isis program no don't go to that program Do not go drop to... that class if you're in it man this is going downhill <laughs> yeah. fast
1: i'm just saying uh it, it's something with it's something with government yes that's my foot that okay, you're playing foot to. yeah i was wondering i was like ooh, and i was like is this is this the table like is it the the leg of the table or is it your foot? no it's my foot oh uh so i graduated from american and the real university in what what
0: was your degree
1: Theater and broadcast journalism, okay. dual degree. Uh, theater, performance, arts, and then broadcast, which was also called BJ. So all my classes were like BJ1 and BJ2. Uh-huh. Um, I booked a feature film like right off the bat, like a lead of a romantic comedy, and that shot in DC.
0: Now, is that a uh, like a wide release
1: feature? No, I don't think it ever saw. I think it like did like a limited release release.
0: Limited to the person's living room. <laughs> yeah, they rented a theater and they <laughs> held a premiere. Yeah,
1: but I was already in LA, and then so that happened, and then I fulfilled my contract, and then one of my best friends at the time and I just drove across the country.
0: H- had you visited? Never. Uh, yeah. Same. When, I, when I, mo- I moved from New York to uh, originally San Diego, never been to California. I, I remember that. San Diego. Yeah. So I, I never. I was just like, I know I want to get out. So.
1: I mean, I don't understand how people could not love. Los Angeles I love when I love Los
0: Angeles I I mean there's other places that I do love I mean I still like obviously have a thing with New York of and course you know what I mean like I love London is like one of my favorite cities but I wouldn't want to be anywhere else And people complain about it. it's like yeah but yes you're probably right to complain about anything but it's like if you don't like if you like oh it sucks it's like then then don't be here yeah because chances are if you're complaining about it no you're here voluntarily it's not like listen you're so talented you're so hot. <sighs> The government demands you <laughs> to be, to be, be here, Los need to be an
1: actor or a model or a writer or whatever it is that you are. Yeah, no. no, I just don't understand how. Anyone, like right now, as we're recording, it's December and it's it's going to be like seventy five degrees today. Oh. we're twenty minutes away from the the ocean. Like we're probably near a Whole Foods. Oh, we are. There's a Whole Foods right there. <laughs> yeah, so I'm it's pointing like, at a Whole Foods. Come on,
0: food. how could you not love life here? Uh. So when
1: you was it hard for you to leave? Like, was it a hard decision, or was it? Did you have to leave people
0: behind?
1: Or I, I'm a weird person. I'm not very like I'm sentimental, but I no, like I never yeah. thought twice about you're pretty,
0: it. Pretty, you're pretty. uh, For I know about you, it is is you're very you seem, like a man of your word.
1: Yeah, which I respect because I if I say
0: I'm going to do something, I do it
1: totally, you know, hundred percent. That's why I don't put things out there that I'm like oh, I'm going to do this because if I don't know I'm going to do it, I'm not going to put it out there. And I'm. Totally. I'm the exact same way. And like you and I had a venture together that we were trying to do that I won't mention. Yeah. But then like it stopped. It stopped. Yeah. And that really frustrated me. Right. For neither of our faults. But it was like we said we were going to do this and now we're not doing it. And that like breaks my soul. Because yeah. if you are going to say you're going to do something, you're going to do it.
0: Yeah. I mean th- things come to an end and that's fine. But totally. you at least have to do the thing. Before it should come to the end. No, I, I, and things happen. Yep. Uh, But no, you're, you're determined, organized, man of your word. I um, try. Follow through, yep. which I respect. Oh. If I, you know, if I say, you know, if I'm like, if I say you're a, a good texter, like you, resp- you, 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 your text response is,
1: I think, the standard to me. Man, I appreciate that because I get so frustrated with people who don't text back. Like right away. <laughs> yeah, well, if I yeah, if I
0: don't, if there's uh, human error sometimes. Totally. That oh, I was like I overlooked it, but the thing is, I don't. W- I want to check boxes off. You me know? too. I just, I just want to be done. It's off the table, and it's on you. If you got to get back to me, great. Then, but it's not you waiting. That anymore.
1: is like how I live my life. Every single thing I do, whether it's a text or a, a job, DM, a, yeah, a D, a DM. <laughs> that's a checkbox in my brain. That's like I gotta. I got to check that off. Uh, It's on my list of things to do. So you get to Los Angeles and what do you, do you have a plan or? I had no plan. I knew nothing. Like I, in retrospect, it was really dumb what I did, but uh, I crashed with one of my fraternity brothers in the first night. And then by the second night, I think I signed a lease in Burbank in the Valley. Um, I knew nothing about anything. Someone told me like the Valley's nice. I was like, okay. So I, I got a lease there. Um, And then I just hit the ground running. I started like, Auditioning for short films on like Craigslist because I didn't know how to, like, I didn't know anything. And I was like, I have my degree. And the internet wasn't as, you know, as as sophisticated as it is now as far as like knowing what to look for, how to connect with people. It was still. Was it backstage? You look at the backstage print. Was that, was that? That was a thing, but like, I knew nothing. Yeah. And uh, like, Right now, the gold standard is like this is kind of boring, but it's like actors' access in LA casting, which we I think recently talked about. Yeah, um, they've they've streamlined everything pretty well, exactly. But I didn't even know about those, so I was just like submitting on Craigslist and carrying your headshots around the city, totally, like getting new headshots. But I came to LA. I was like, I have my degree in theater. Like, I don't have to be in classes. And then I told someone that they're like, "You're an idiot." Yes, you have to keep did training. They, did theater? He, did
0: theater actively help, or did it just help in the sense that like? Uh, you know, I'm kind of like a little bit warm or was it like, no, this is,
1: I put this into practice. That's really interesting. Uh, I could go either way. I think it helped. It helped. Acting on stage and acting on camera are very, very different. And I was so used to acting on stage, so big and broad. which is a performance. It's yeah. big. You got to play to a, a large house. The back of the audience has to hear you. But the good thing for me is I was always told by my professors that, I didn't enunciate enough, and I wasn't big enough. Like, I wasn't uh, performance-y enough. So then when you go to camera, I naturally am better because I already d- – like, in life, we don't enunciate perfectly, right?
0: We have minimum output. Exactly. Because, I don't know.
1: And that's what film is. Conserving energy. I don't know what it is. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Or we just – we're not, like, aware of it. So we just um, – so that was – that was good for me that I wasn't great at theater so it transitioned well to film.
0: How did you survive uh like money wise?
1: I had saved up a lot of money. Um Hey, you didn't, again, you didn't give up those airheads. So you were I didn't money. right? Like, that was even... 30 cents right there. <laughs> yeah, boom. And you invest that, <laughs> it goes <to> about 78, <laughs> right, yeah. Um then you it compounds the interest, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> math and then of course science. Um well, I'm Jewish and I'm the stereotype and I'm very I'm so many people are offended by that, and I don't understand why. But anyway, I'm very good at money, and with money, so I'm good at money. I'm good at money. Yeah. Money and I, we're just good at each yeah. other. Uh, so I saved up a lot, so I had a lot on me. But then um, I, I, I like did random jobs. You know, I got a job at uh, Banana Republic. I got a job doing valet. Got a job being an assistant for an acting coach. Now I run the acting studio that he's. Opened he and I opened together in his name. Um,
0: That's the one on M- Melrose, right? Santa Monica. It's on Santa. Monica. Yeah. Wait, am I th- what am I thinking of? Uh, Anthony Mentals?
1: I think he's on Santa Monica too. Oh, I
0: thought that was the. I, I thought that was the one you. No,
1: opened. Anthony Gillardi Acting Studio. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think the
0: one on Melrose and Fairfax. Oh, okay. That's
1: rehearsed improv out of. That's funny. Yeah, no, yeah, this is a different, different one. one. Okay. A lot of people confuse us for that one. Yeah. Though. Um, not not anyone listening is probably no they're like they don't care about either of those people equally we don't care about either of them where are your listeners from you don't know right it's probably just like all Um, over
0: i mean i looked at statistics sometimes there's a lot of uh obviously u.s uh there is a lot of los angeles yeah because of the you know the nature of the content a lot of japan really yeah i don't know why wow so hello well hello to everyone though hello to everyone Uh, so, um, but then you got involved in, uh, whereas I think we kind of started connecting in the world of YouTube. Mm -hmm. How did that, like from somebody that's comes from traditional, you know, and then this is, we'd say non-traditional, but now it's all, it's all the same. Yeah, exactly. No new media, it's all just media.
1: Well, it still exists, but yes, it's all correct. Um, I think it kind of goes back to what you said of like man to your word and like you're determined, do these things. To me, it was like you know, I was doing casting director workshops and paying money for that to, to read in front of casting directors. And instead of spending my money there, I was like, why don't, why don't I start making content, putting myself out there. And then that happened. And I through that, I brought myself into the union to be in the SAG after union and videos did well. And I was like, oh, people like seeing this, kept doing it. And then we met along that way. And then that was pretty much it. I mean, my my fan base isn't anywhere near yours. Well, mine is on YouTube. I mean, YouTube is, you know, for me, for for
0: you, based on what we do and um, the amount of time we're willing to put into it. Yeah. Um. But you know, I think it's it's there. People are still watching this stuff. People can still find you. Totally. And if people want to look at it and be like, oh. Can I get a gist of like what these mm-hmm. guys do or whatever? You're going to get that. So it's still serving its purpose. It's not actively like growing at the rate you probably, you know, wanted to. Totally.
1: Um, I think but, you uh, and I have the same like exact thought on YouTube. Yeah. And it's
0: real, it's realistic, but it's not. You, to be uh, to be too positive about it and, and put all your eggs in that basket is a bad idea. But also to be like, oh, this is not work for me. I hate everything. Is also because it's it is serving some purpose because there's 100%. probably somebody who's like, oh, hey, you're you're you know your video surfaced whether it's on Facebook or or whatever. Um, you're getting something out of it, and the people that are looking at it, they don't know what they're 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 not looking and going,
1: this is not a huge successful YouTube channel. They'll be like, oh, some of these videos have a lot of views. I couldn't agree more. I had. Um... I was kind of pitched for a lead role of a feature film in the last month and they went on my YouTube channel to see if they wanted me. And the director and producer of this feature film that would film in Atlanta are like, this guy's great, let's have him come in before anyone else. So I'm already the front runner of this feature film because of that. And it's like, I look at my subscribers, I'm like, oh, 24,000, that's nothing. But then people listening probably, if they're not on YouTube, they're probably like, screw this guy, 24,000, that's a lot. And there's also people that are... There's people that are watching your video that are not subscribed. That's why the subscriber thing is a little bit... point seven percent of my views come from subscribers. Subscribers, yes. 0. 0.7. Yeah. That's a 993 are not
0: subscribed to me. Yeah. So it's, I think the, the fact of the matter is that people are consuming what you're putting out there. They're just not. And that's what's that's what's important, though. Yeah, it's exactly. People that are, that are watching. Um, so I, from what I, and I could be wrong that you, uh, your first big big shot break yeah uh was uh uh hail caesar yeah coen brothers i remember we were shooting a video you were talking about like um you
1: know i'm meeting with the cone you auditioned for them right the coen brothers yeah i auditioned for it and then i got a call back and they were at the callback
0: and i remember like hearing that i was like that's already that's already the success yeah like to me i was just like i don't even need to hear anything else past that because to me i was like that's so cool and even if you walked in there and they're like we will never work with this guy. This guy is the worst. He should just leave Los Angeles. I'd be like, I still audition for the Coen brothers. That's funny. Uh, so I heard that. And then uh, you were in it and I was like, you know, the movie was uh, good. Yeah. It was good. It was I mean, Coen it, brothers. It, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a good, there's a lot I liked about it. I felt like the stakes weren't really super high. Yeah, I mean... But I think, everyone was good in it. It yep. looked good. Great And cast. you're in it, and you're, like, uh, opposite Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, and Josh Brolin. Yeah. Yeah. But f- I'll start with Scarlett Johansson. And then end with Josh Brolin. Yeah. Well, I like it. Listen, they're both great. They're both
1: fantastic. Um, I would have been... I, were you nervous? Um a little bit because it was the first one and like that's that's a hell of a first one to get yeah. right like the biggest names in Hollywood with yeah. the Cohen brothers and Roger Deakins who's the most winningest cinematographer of all time so I was but then I kind of just like on set so there was like 500 people and they were like alright everyone out A team in and it was me Josh yeah. Scarlett Joel Ethan Deakins so it was just us it was just a small group of people and then I was like, "This is happening. This is real." Um, then once they brought everyone in, I kind of like had this talk with myself. I was like, "You got this. Like, you belong here. You can come, you can go head to head with these with these stars. Like, they've got you've got everything they have." What have
0: any of them done lately?
1: You Nothing. Know what I mean? I've never really? heard of. Exactly. And, after that,
0: none of them ever did anything. Mm-mm. While you are sitting here on this podcast, I mean,
1: and doing YouTube videos, and, like, yeah. what YouTube videos have they done, really? Yeah, right.
0: I, Probably none. Probably
1: very few. They probably just get into their, like, gold helicopter and, like, don't make YouTube videos. Right. Uh, So from there, were you like, oh, this is it? No. But I was like, oh, booking is possible. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a big thing, right? Like, you audition, as we talked, you audition so much that it's just so much rejection, which, again, doesn't – it doesn't phase me. It really doesn't because I see the long game. But – that one, I was like, oh, it is physically possible to book a role. Yeah, if you can do it once, why not two, ten, mm-hmm. fifty, a thousand times? Yeah, and Just every time it- you book it, it feels like that yeah. again. It's like, oh, I did it again, and I, I can do it again. So then, after that, your dry spell, a little bit of dry spell, <laughs> yeah, for about seventeen years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of that because um, that was twenty years. But ago. from
0: there, like, what do you like? How do you kind of be like, okay, what do I? What's next? Because like from that, it's like, do you, do you change? Is anything
1: change? Or you're like, you just keep moving forward the way you have been. I think it's just like marketing it as much as you can of like, I was in a Coen brothers movie and you know, people. I would
0: start it. and end every single conversation with that.
1: I typically do. Yeah.
0: I typically do. Yeah.
1: I I would just be like, uh, hello, Bill Collector. I was in a Coen. He's like, oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um,
0: He's like, probably like, so was I. Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah we live in LA. No, yeah. I was too. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I got some interviews from it. Like, I was on the front page of my local newspaper, which is cool. That's very cool. They did a Q&A about me. I actually just found out two days ago that I'm going to have um, my American University is going to – I'm going to be their uh, profile in April.
0: Now, how do you con- – did you – how do they find that out? I'm,
1: I, I email. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have a PR person, so I just do all my own stuff. I email any, like, st- publication that I have a connection to. And I'm like, like, some way, like, hey, I'm a
0: former... Yeah,
1: hey, I grew up there. I grew up in Cambridge, or hey, I went to a U, or hey, this or this or that. And I'm like, if you want to do a piece on me, that'd be cool. I just put myself out there. And the other day, like, I did an interview for a publication in D.C. that's going to come out this Friday. And that'll be cool also. Um, so every time I book something, I kind of, like, yeah, reach out to a few new people. Maybe I should do that. Maybe. Yeah. you ha- your, With your fan base, like, you have... To me, you're more successful of a... Artist or creator or whatever than I. Yeah, am. but I'd
0: rather just be on. I'd rather just book TV shows.
1: I would too. Yeah, but I, I'm not at that level yet. Yeah, I mean, I like I'm not consistently because
0: well, just to, for example, for people like just because okay, you can find that success and it could still not work out. Like you, I'm try, like I've booked things that have never come out. I'm sure you've totally. booked the, shot things that never come out. There's always that situation. Uh, but you, you sh- did an episode of the Middle. Yeah, the show the Middle and your park got cut or did the episode whatever happened my park got 100% cutting. cut and that's not like an anomaly it happens it happens all the time there's like a good chance like 50% chance that you're not gonna so even if you do all the work you go and you go to the callbacks you do the thing and the
1: fitting and you show up and you shoot it you still might not it still might not work out right and you At, get the check from the shooting but then you don't get all the residuals right. which is really where the money comes in how do you so how do you deal like how do you roll with that Well, the middle was the first time – first and so far only time, knock on wood, that it's happened. Um, I kind of just, like, dealt with it. Like, there's literally – it sucked. It's disappointing. It's disappointing, but, like, there's nothing I could do. And it's kind of with YouTube. It's like I didn't put all my eggs in that one basket of that one booking. Um, And then it led to me booking it again. And my episode came out three weeks ago, and it was a bigger role, a bigger scene, a more fun scene. Do you think – if that ep- so, if that episode aired, this one would
0: not have had would- totally. Okay, yeah, I didn't. Know, you know, I don't know the story of the. Yeah,
1: yeah. If 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 that episode came out, I had three words. I wouldn't have gotten my recent check, which was double the amount of the original sure. check because we were on set so long. I wouldn't have gotten the clip for my my reel because it was so short that like it's not even a scene. This one is like five, like four or five lines, and it's a. Like, good, solid scene to put out to casting directors and producers to be like, hey, call this guy in, you know, for my agents and managers to pitch me with. Um, so it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. So it worked out – it couldn't have worked out any better, really.
0: Uh, so – and I know this is something that you maybe can't talk about, and whether you can or can't, maybe by the time the episode comes out and I record the intro, I may have mention it, but you booked another television show
1: yeah i just booked another one um which feels really good to you know again to 2017 right now it feels amazing to end the yeah. year like this um yeah i wish i really wish i could talk about it my agent literally just said not to, not to. well then you know me will i'll let you know when the episode comes up and
0: uh this ep- this episode goes up which will be in where we're in probably right now, like January. Mm-hmm. Um, Happy New Year, everyone, by the Happy way. New yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll see what we can mention about it, but it sounds... What you're telling me, I wish we were talking about it right now.
1: I'll say that it is a small role on an X-Men show. In that universe. In that universe. In the X-Men universe. and Which is a
0: very exciting thing to be... Yeah, I
1: mean, you know I'm like a comic book yeah, nerd. So this, yeah, your My apartment's yeah all superhero stuff right yeah. like
0: you, you like you've seen like i think you've seen the avengers once the movie yeah you saw the first one once. the one with the this uh i think the uh uh oh scarlet was in that one yeah and robot man uh it was like robot man uh, kevin uh, iron robot yeah and then kevin the roommate Kevin James. It, Kevin James. Kevin James. Yeah, right, he, right. the he was in the Avengers of Karate Man. Yeah, it's good
1: stuff. So great, you're an expert. Great film. Yeah. Great. seen it once. I turned it off towards the end, but <laughs> I think <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. So that's really cool. Like to be able to be in the X Men universe as small as it is. To me, I'm still in the X Men universe, um, and that's really cool. Hopefully they'll they'll use this character again. I don't know if they will. I don't think they know if they will. But um, you know, f- as a comic guy, to have booked this. It's it's awesome. Do you do you think there's a
0: uh you know for people that are listening and for 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 me because I don't uh you know what I mean? I you know, I audition for the shows. Yeah. Um but I did hear something I was actually going to bring this up to you. Uh do you know Nikki Limo? Of course. Yeah. Nikki was just on that show speechless. She was? Yeah. Oh. And I, I was like, "Oh, congratulations. I was like really excited for her cuz she's very didn't bring it up until it came out, which I was like I'd be. I,
1: I probably would be trying not to mention. Well, that's it. smart. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed
0: to. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I went in for that show." And she's like, "She's like, I went in for it like a couple of times." And she's like, "I think she said the girl she with went in for it seven times." I went in for the middle seventeen times. Okay, so there's for people listening, it's like it's almost like asking out someone on a date, them saying no, but they're saying keep asking me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I I, I don't – I like you enough for you to keep asking me out on this date.
1: This is something that I always tell people, and I don't know if I've told this to you, but with rejection in Hollywood, I don't see it as rejection. I see it as you're going to a Hawaiian-themed party. I don't know why you'd be going to a party, but you are. And you go to Ross Dress for Less, and you have $20 to spend. You need a shirt. You find 10 shirts you love, but you can only afford one because you only have $20. So you're going to buy the one that's perfect for the party you're going to. But you might come back for the other nine and buy them at another point yeah that's how i see auditioning it's every time i go in for an audition i'm saying hey here i am i'm this shirt am i the right fit for tonight no cool tell me when you're going to this the hotties and toddies themed party and then cast me then like so i don't see it as we're rejecting you if i go in if i do my job and this is for anyone like if you go in and you do your thing and you do it well you represent yourself the best you can represent. Totally. Yourself. And I, I even said to you when you had an audition that I was like, you booked the room. Yeah. And that matters so much more in the role because they're going to keep – I've booked a bunch of rooms. I haven't – I've only booked you know five or so things, but I have so many rooms booked that they just keep bringing me back until I'm going to book the role that I'm right for.
0: And if not, I mean, obviously, you sound like you could work at Ross and do a pretty good job. I just ju- yeah, that. well, I just kind of pitched them for free. Yeah, so. exactly. They got a free plug. Up Ross, yeah, Ross, relax. I was just like, I was like, now they don't have to because people, you know what I mean? The they, people that are listening definitely are like, I need to get, I need that TJ Maxx Ross
1: kind of like, they're you know, like, like, world. Yeah, why aren't I invited to that? Uh, um, all right, well, party. Uh,
0: well, 2018, I'm sure will be uh, great for you and for you. It's gonna be a good year. Yeah. <laughs> with that attitude, yeah. And listen, I got the the thinning too. Is my and you, well, yeah, I dude. Put this out there. I was like, I uh, I had to audition for this, even though I was friends with uh, you know Michael and Steve and. And uh, Michael and Jana that you know made the movie, and I've been in their other movies. But I had because you know like YouTube Red had to approve, cast mm-hmm. and to approve. So we did a tape thing, and I was like, I don't even want to do this. And you're like, No, you can do this. And you did a really, really good job and coached me. And um, well, you did the good job. We just worked on it. I and I felt I was like, This is so bad. This is not because it's not comedy, right? You know, at all. And uh, it was actually pretty intense. So I wrapped it. You know, obviously, as we're as we're hearing this, I, I did it. And uh, so i don't know if, if you're out if you need advice or out there this dude charges eight hundred dollars a minute that's He's me it's totally worth it uh where can we find you online so we can not look at it
1: <laughs> yeah definitely don't look at it <laughs> yeah uh at noah baron everywhere n-o-a-h-b-a-r-o-n they can probably also look at the podcast because my name's going to be there i'm guessing
0: yeah 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 the
1: name will be there um <laughs> i should be just anu-
0: it'll just be like this episode it's another guy it's another white acting. jewish Guys, talk guy talking about acting Cambridge. yeah
1: um yeah noah baron on um facebook i'm pretty big on youtube and instagram and twitter i mean all of them i'm just noah baron okay so people know where to find you they know yeah they should Oh. Thanks for having me, Jason. Oh, yeah. Thanks for being here. Of course. Is that it? Do we do All it? Our right, real we'll talk. Now let's get down to it. <laughs> bring, 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 bring